Welcome to Authentically Me. This is your host, Megan Signs. My purpose is to bring you real, raw, and honest conversations to help uncover the vulnerability in all of you. New episodes every Monday, so leave the judgment at the door because it's time to get authentic. Welcome back. As you guys might all know, I just moved to Hawaii from Spain. And if you're new here, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. It truly means a lot to me. Through the stress of unpacking, I thought it would be the perfect moment to set up the house in accordance with Vastu since this is a new start. So we'll be talking about Vastu today, about what it is, it works, what it can do for you, and how to implement this into your home and what the key elements are. So, Vatstu is the ancient 10,000-year-old science of architecture which originated in India. It's based on specific geometric principles of design and construction in which you are used to create the most powerful, harmonious living environments on earth. So, utilizing Vastu techniques can literally change everything, both internal and external, in your world. This can translate into radiant health, unlimited success, and universal prosperity. Vastu Shastra is the science of building and focuses on balancing the five elements in your environment. And this is very close to Ayurveda which is actually where I became familiar with it, was through my Ayurvedic teacher, and I was immediately intrigued. So if you don't know about Robin Mastro, it's worth looking her up. Her and her husband are incredible with creating altars and have taught others how to manifest so many things. She has incredible stories. My Ayurvedic teacher um, interviewed her on her podcast, and it was just like amazing to hear her experiences and experiences from other people, and it was incredible. So anyways, it inspired me to get her books. She has three of them that I know of, Altars and Grace, The Way of Vatsu, and Making Room for Mr. Right. She is literally incredible. So in Vastu, one of the things we are looking for is to balance the energy in individual rooms. And we are always looking for once we do that, what is the significance of the energy in each one of the different quadrants of the actual home itself? So changing your Vastu energetics for the better and enhancing the source of bioenergetics is said to be the best thing you can do to live a happy life, good health, success, and better relationships for everyone. And thousands of years of Vastu research has shown that homes, no matter how physically attractive they may be, if they have poor Vastu energetics, the inhabitants will be subject to unnecessary suffering, whether it's in health, love, business, etc. So just by changing the energetics inside the home, the ancient science of Vastu says that you can literally change every single aspect of your life, including the attraction of desirable opportunities, whether you decide to act on them or not. So the first step in any Vastu remediation is to eliminate the harmful EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, which are emitted from electromagnetic circuitry and found throughout the home. And remove the bad energy, then it simply allows the good energy to take root. 
The whole concept of the Vastu is to clear the way. In other words, remove the static discomfort out of order and out of harmony and allow the beautiful, harmonious, beneficial source of energies to come and permeate the Vastu energies. Once this happens, then we want to look at which quadrants in the homes are best suited for individual sources and individual purposes. So some key elements of the altar, these are always going to be the same. So always, air is in the northwest, water is in the northeast, fire is in the southeast, and earth is in the southwest. In the middle is the space element. So you're basically creating a square in the home for the space element. So in the center, you place your offerings tray. This is where you place all that you desire, specifically according to where the altar is placed. In the northwest is for a relationship altar. The north is an abundance altar. The northeast is spirituality and kind of an abundance of like the spiritual and health benefits. The east is specifically for health. Southeast is usually the kitchen because it's the home of the fire element. It's also where your passion and your good health comes from. It's where you go when you don't have all the answers. So this is usually an altar you have if you're having like family issues, if you've just lost your job, or you're injured to the point where you need help and you don't know where to turn. Like basically an emergency altar would go in your kitchen, the southeast quadrant for those type of things. The South is career recognition. Southwest is helpful people alter. The West is creativity. So in the space is where you do full moon altars. So you're not going to actually leave your full moon altar up um, all the time. You're just going to do it like in the actual space that you have, and then it usually comes down. So it doesn't have to be against a wall. It can be in the center of the living room because it's an altar that doesn't stay up for very long. You take it down as the moon starts waning, which I actually did not know that. I learned that because normally I do leave my full moon altars up. So this is good news. Create one that you love because it's the love that ignites the altar so that it continues to have power. Health and well-being altar, you would place against the east wall. So that means when you're looking at it, the east is in front of you. It could be on a table. It could be on box or window seal. Make sure the surface is clean, though, like either clean it or lay down a shawl, blanket, whatever, if that's what you want to do. The colors for the east are yellow and white. Somewhere on the altar, these can be displayed. The metal is gold. Air can be like a feather or standing wind chime or an incense, which can be used as the southeast as a fire element as well. Water can be a teacup with water, but make sure the cup is clear because you want to be able to see the water. Some people put fresh flowers in it. Do not use dried flowers ever on an altar, which I didn't know this either. So you can use silk or fresh flowers. But you want to keep your dreams alive and you don't want them to die. And so if you're using fake flowers or dried flowers, then you're already like not setting yourself up for success. The southeast is fire, which is you can use a candle, a real one or an electric one. You can use a Himalayan salt lamp or an incense. 
The Southwest is earth, so you can do a small bowl of uncooked rice. You could do crystals, a small plant, a container of soil from the garden. In the center is the offering tray. So this is where you'll put like your deepest desires. Write them out in a small unlined piece of paper and pencil. The divine knows what you need. So you don't need to be super specific that you're like getting in your own way. Basically, you need to leave the channels open and ready to receive whatever and not super specific. So keep your dreams and desires as open-ended as possible. There's always going to be a ritual to ignite the altar. Whatever it is you need to do, like to feel completely, that is what it's going to be. So taking time in front of the altar, you could give it love and it gives love back to you. There's just a beauty and surrendering to the divine. So practicing yoga in front of it every morning can be the energy. Just doing whatever feels right to you. And that is all I have for Voss, you guys. And I hope you guys do your homes and send me pictures and post it and tag me and do whatever feels right for you. And if you have not joined my gratitude group, make sure you do below in the links. I would love to have you guys there to create this safe, empowering most amazing group ever. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to always create a safe space to be vulnerable in. And if you benefited from this episode in any way, the best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team. Or even better, drop me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, I love being a resource to you on Instagram at HealWithMegan. I can't wait to share space with you all again next week. Sending you all love and healing.